Legit though, you haven't had any alcohol since the weekend? Legit. That's cause that tequila had her crazy. No, that Malibu, bro. She well, it was Malibu. a Mexican funeral, so that means tequila. No, but I saw you on Malibu. What can I say? Mix that Malibu, yeah! <laughs> yeah, I shut up! She was straight Malibu. No chaser? She wasn't chasing. Straight I was chasing after ping pong balls and beer pong. Yeah, that's it. She was chasing ping pong balls into the freaking pool on accident. I don't remember that. Oh, crap. We're recording. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Welcome to It's Not You, but it is your that. face. We are here with Connie and, and CJ. And yo, yo, special yo. guest CJ. Welcome back, sir. Yo, yo, yo. CJ is chilling right now with a cup that says, that's what I do. I drink and I know things. The man has no face. And he has what in that glass? Knob Creek. Some straight Knob Creek. We're going to need that sponsorship also, Knob Creek. This this is not for free. So Absolutely. Contact, contact Connie and Jay about some advertising. I'm down with that. Yeah, right. And we need to also let all the other companies that we endorse from the alcohol that we drink on this show. It's a lot of endorsements. It is. It is. It's <laughs> uh, a lot of endorsements. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, we are going to learn today the one question that no one has been able to figure out for eons and eons. I think it's just a battle between the sexes in so many ways because really it's not that hard. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. (laughs) It's not that hard, ladies and gentlemen, to know what a woman wants. It's not. It is not a difficult thing at all. I'm going to step back from the mic and we are going to allow Connie to tell us when I what was doing, does a woman want? When I was doing the research just to see what other... Because I know what I want as a woman. But that doesn't mean it's for everybody else. Because everybody has their own personalities, their own traits, their own ways of liking and love languages, whatever. Um, but when I was doing the research on it just to see what other women wanted, um, it came down to, you know, pretty basic. We want companionship. So... I think it's important to highlight that there are so many different types of women that could answer this question. And based on those types of women, we're going to get different answers, which is legit because you can say the same thing about men. There are different types of men that will tell you that they want one thing and you might meet a different man who will say, no, I don't really care about that. I want this. So that's important. I get it. But I think where a lot of us get confused is when we see women that say I want A, B, and C and we may not know who they are specifically dating at that time but then we find out who they're dating and they are dating the man that is presenting and giving them X, Y, and Z and that's where our confusion comes in because we heard you say I want companionship I want this I want that And then the guy that we know you're dating or talking to, the last thing he's given you is companionship, but you are still with him. So then our minds just go into a frenzy and say, well, 
I think that's situational. Every woman has their own relationships, and every pe- every person has their own problems in their relationships, right? And that goes to love is blind. So some women may be dating XYZ, hoping that ABC may come out because they fell in love with the person and they're trying to get Ooh, that ABC. I love that word. What? Hope. Well, love, in love many love ways. Ain't blind. <laughs> I'm just using that phrase because there are many times where women are overlooking something in a man because they choose to love that man. Why are you overlooking things that you want? Just said it because they are choosing to love. Now, I can only speak from personal experiences, but from also listening to other people, listening to other girls' relationships. Well, what what does you say you want companionship? But that's a that's a generic answer. That's the great value answer. Well, yes, and I was just <laughs> generalizing it because I can only tell you guys what I've read. So and. When I was going through this, you know, you mentioned before security. Women want security, right? Yes, I have found it. And again, I can't, I mentioned this before. I'm not trying to generalize all people and all this. These are things that I have learned personally just from people that I have talked to. But from what I have learned and from what I have seen, security is typically in the top three things I'll say that women really, uh, that they highly value. Now, is what that why they overlook? When you say security, that's a good question. When you say security, what does that mean to you? How would you as a man provide security? What does it mean to provide security? Well, a man can provide security in several different ways. There is the actual physical security of when we are out in public somewhere or even if we are at home nothing is going to harm you. I will throw myself in front of anything that could potentially bring harm to you. Someone breaks in this house, you stay back, you hide, I'll take care of it. I will give you time to get away. There's a fire that breaks out. It's Kevin Hart, I believe, had a a comedy stand-up that said, uh, every woman in here is sitting back and they're expecting the man to take care of them. So if a fire breaks out right now, the woman's going to sit there and turn and look at him like, what you going to do? <laughs> and the man is sitting there like, what do you mean what am I going to do? It's a fire. We, we should all have the same idea here. Get out. But she's going to be looking for you to make that decision on what to do. Well, if we're going to get out, which way are we going? Are we going left or are we going right? Are we going straight or are we going backwards? What are we doing? Even though she probably could do that herself. And again, I'm not trying to be rude, women, but... A woman can do anything a man can do, but in those moments, she's going to turn and look to him and say, hey, what's going on? Figure something out. Are you going to break through that wall or what? Or which direction are you going to go so I can make sure that I follow and you're okay and we're all together? And we're all together. She doesn't want to leave you behind. What if you decide to go the wrong way while she's going out the front door and then all of a sudden you're still stuck inside the house? You are not leaving me behind (laughs) in heels. Nobody's going to be wearing heels if there's a fire broken out. Who cares? You don't know where you are when the fire breaks out and what you're wearing. Okay, so maybe you are wearing heels. It doesn't matter. She wants to make sure you guys are still together and safe if that's part of the emotional security that she is looking for. I am not disagreeing with you, but thank you. You just brought up another type of security. So there's the physical security and then Mm -hmm. there's the emotional security. that's where emotional lacking, goes usually. into this is true it can be because do you define what your emotional security is also you are asking a man to emotionally protect you 
in ways that we may not be equipped to do so based on our past and things that we've experienced and things that we have seen. We may not know how to protect you emotionally because we don't know everything that you have been through and we don't know how to do that. So that is where communication comes in, something that men don't like to talk about. So having the real talk about your relationship. <laughs> That's funny. No, but I think that's capped, though. And the reason why I say that is because when you talk about security, the number one thing that women want is financial security. They want to be with a man that allows them to live the life that they enjoy. No, this is where I, I, I don't combat that, but I'll put it this. This is why I said different types of women, because there's some woman out there that's listening right now or someone that knows another female. Well, I was about to throw the microphone very, at his head, so I'm just saying. Ooh. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I'm saying that because there are women who are very, very financially secure. Yeah, but they don't want to spend their money. That's mm. not always, uh-uh. See, I'm, I'm, I'm that's say, what women don't it, like right man, there. I'm women don't you, want to I'm be generalized in this a woman, A woman makes her money. But a lot of women, I'm not saying all women, don't feel like their money are, are supposed to go towards certain things. They feel like if they got a man, he is so supposed to provide the sustenance, all of the essential things that provide stability and security is his responsibility. Women can make money. They can be progressive. They can have the ability to take care of themselves. But it's very rare that you find a woman who gets in communion or relationship with a man who is doing well financially or who is stable that she doesn't think he should incur more of the financial cause. That's just a thing. And men and, and he, now here's where. It sounds divisive what I'm saying, but I agree with that. I agree with that because women were never created to be providers. It was man's responsibility to go out and to work and to provide for women. Now, a woman that wants to be progressive in her life, a woman that wants to attain things in her life, man, more power to you. I salute that. But ultimately, in a relationship dynamic, it is the man's responsibility to provide. Agreed. So... What I'm saying is, is that when a woman gets in a relationship with a man, her natural inclination is, I don't have to worry about these things because he's here. And the moment that he cannot provide those things, there's a huge breakdown in the relationship. I call BS. Okay, why? Because I was one of those women that took my man in with nothing. Oh no! You women will definitely take a man with absolutely nothing, and then us men who have something, we're like, "What are you doing?" If you are with a woman that is an alpha woman, she does not need your money. It's up to you guys to communicate who is going to pay for what. As an alpha woman, please or elaborate on alpha woman. Somebody who will. So there are some women who are more submissive to the man than one that you were just saying, where oh the man can provide. Right. Because supposedly that is supposed to help your guys' self-worth, according to some of these uh, TikToks that I have seen recently. Let the man provide. Let the man provide. Shut the fuck up. If we can provide, let us provide. I have also seen some of these TikToks that you speak of, though, where a lot of women are empowering themselves, as they should, and saying, I can take care of myself. I don't need your money. I don't need this. I don't need that. They're actually speaking more to the things that you said a woman wants of, I want your companionship. I want you to be here with me. I want you to talk to me. I want you to 
actually be present with me. See, one of the complaints from men before women were able to step up and work and be and be providing for themselves was the fact that men had to work and pay for the women's stuff all the time. So women are able to step up there and say, fine, you know what, let me take that away from you so that way you don't have to worry about me financially, worry about me emotionally. But that's not the breakdown. The breakdown is in a woman's disposition towards the man once she's doing that for herself. Because the woman's mentality changes when she has to do things for herself. She says, well, I'm not going to be a certain way towards him. I'm not going to do a lot of, and not all of them, but you got some women who say, I'm not going to do all the things that I used to do before if you want me to get out here and get it. If you want me to get out here and hustle, if you want me to get out here and make it, if you want me to be progressive, there's a lot of things that I used to do for you that I'm not going to do for you. That's what men find problematic when they say, hey, listen, I'm having a hard time providing all of this for you. You're accustomed to a certain lifestyle. I need you to supplement this so that we can live the life that we want to lead. And then some women's perspective or attitude towards those men change. What I was going to say to you is this. There is a difference between people that are looking for companionship and people that are entering into partnerships. You say women are looking for companionship. I think men are looking for partnership. And there's a big difference between the two. But see, doesn't that go again? Okay. Never mind. Go ahead. There's a no, no, no. Go ahead. I want to I hear your opinion on there is companionship and partnership, so you can be in a partnership with companion, right? If you want it. If, if, if those are the things that you discuss in the shaky time in the relationship where nobody wants to be honest because you enjoying the goo-goo gaga feeling and the sex is so good and you want to be around this person 24-7 and you in this ether that is not rooted and grounded in any obligation. Now, what's your definition of the two? Well, for me, companionship says, I just like to be around you. I want to hang out with you. I like the affection. I like the company. I like to be able to do fun things with you. I like to enjoy life. Partnership is, I want to build something with you. I want to take what you have. I want to take what I have. And I feel like collectively, we can have a better life. We can build something together. We can be a force. We can... I think that's where we differ. When I enter into a partnership, I want the companionship that goes with it. And usually when there's a partnership, what you're saying, if you have a partnership, you're drawing a line. You're building something, but that companionship is lacking. No, I think think you can do both. But I think we don't have the difficult conversations in the beginning because we enjoy the way we feel. Well, that's what we want in the beginning. Is those conversations. Yeah, but I think but I think we both coming from different perspectives. We both got a lot of shit we're not saying. We 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 oh, hanging absolutely. out, we we intimate, we we seeing each other naked. We we you 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 first meet somebody and, and you hang out with them, you you walking around the house naked six, seven hours, you laying in bed with them. You are the most exposed that you've ever been with a certain level of comfortability with this person. That's part of the beginning things of a relationship when you get comfortable with people. But why is it that we could be naked physically? But we have such a hard time saying exactly what we're looking for because we are afraid as human beings that if we tell people what we really want and what we're really looking for, it will 
push them away. And so we gradually, over time, try to slip it past the goalie, hoping that the people in our lives will love us enough to conform to the shit that we want. I can agree in some ways with that, but I think that speaks more to us being... Why aren't we being real with each other? What are we really afraid of? I understand what you just said as far as like the fear, but it sounds like we are like, why is it that we are able to go ahead and sleep with each other? And let's just say uh, you meet someone January 1st, Mm -hmm. you sleep with them by January 15th. And by January 31st, you know, you're a month into it and whatnot. You're very comfortable with each other. You've slept with each other several times and whatnot. In your words, you know, you are completely exposed to this person. Um, But you don't want to state what you really are looking for in the future. Where does that come from? Like, what has stopped us from doing that? Because I think we approach relationships companionships you know you talk about the ships of life right Mm -hmm. and they say you got to be careful about the ships of life they talk about partnerships companionships relationships right right and i've heard it said this way and to a certain degree i mean there's exceptions to everything but i think ultimately it's a pretty good guide is that from a physical perspective women will use sex to get emotion men will use emotion to get sex every time we are both coming from a different perspective to get the same thing we are and that's where the communication starts to break down initially and then after that you just building upon miscommunication because a woman will say i really like this guy i really enjoy being with this guy i'm gonna give myself to him with a hope or not, not, I'm gonna say hope. No, I, I don't think women do that. That was the specific word. She did that say she hope. Used. I'm gonna use the word desire because I think using the word desire gives women more of a position of control in the decision making, right? So I think you have a desire to want to share yourself with this person at that intimate level. Yeah, I. Right. You have a desire to. You have a desire will to. will you do it? I think having a desire and the will but to do actually doing it are right. two different things. Right. And I think that these are the unspoken rules because I think you have do have some women out there that can say, nah, man, it was just sex. We were just fucking. That ain't nothing. But you got some women that will say, nah, I, was, I did this because I'm feeling you. I don't just go around and do this. I'm doing this because I have feelings for you and you should know that by me giving myself to you in that way that I look at you as a deeper level than just some fly by night dude. I agree. Where men say all the things that we need to say to get women in a position where we can get our needs met. So here is the breakdown between companionship and partnership. Women give themselves to you out of a need and a desire for companionship. Men initially go into relationships. It's, it's, it's bartering. Yeah. It's an exchange. Yeah. It's more of a business thing from how we look at it. Hey, I'm going to give you this and you give me this. That's partnership. That's saying, I'm going to get this from you, you get this from me. Women are saying, I don't really really want nothing from you. 
I just enjoy you and I like you, so I'm going to give you myself. This is my offering to you because of how you make me feel, because of how you treat me, because of how... Uh, how my heart's position is towards you. And I think not having those initial conversations is a big deal. I'll give you example one. Uh, I'll give you example what I'm talking about. I've had women who said to guys that they knew guys were messing around with other women. Yeah. And they say, just be honest with me. Yeah. Don't lie to me. And I've told these women... A man will never tell you that yeah. because if he's honest with you, you're going to stop sleeping with him. Yes. You are. Mm-hmm. You just are. You can say, I appreciate the honesty. I want to know. Keep it real with me. All you got to do is just be honest. Everything will be fine. But a woman will say, oh, you're sleeping with other people? Well, I'm not sleeping with you no more. Now, what man that enjoys sleeping with you is going to tell you the truth about other women that he's involved in because even though you saying it's not a big deal, he already knows you're going to cut him off. And nine out of ten women will agree and say, yep, you're right. But here's what I know about yeah, women. If I'm sleeping with somebody, I'm not going to sleep with you if you're sleeping with somebody else. But why, why, look at me. But why do they no, say, man, just agree. you ain't got to lie, man. Just keep it real. Just just, just keep tell me. Tell me. Like, it's all good. Like, we not together. Just tell me if you're messing around with somebody. And then the moment the guy says, all right, well, I'm sleeping with other people. Well, you can't get none of this no more. So it is an incubator for distrust, misinformation, and straight up fucking lying. I'm trying to figure out whose fault that is. And I'm going to say that it's our fault. Because you were saying that we are looking for partnership. But if we are really looking for partnership, why are we still sleeping with these other women? If we found someone that we are willing to do this with, and I understand that at first for men, we are looking to get to that point. Mm -hmm. Uh, I believe I told our listeners this a while back. Mm -hmm. That is at the top of our list. We are trying to get you in bed for sure. And we will go to almost any lengths to do so. Uh, There was a song a long time ago called Tell Them What They Want to Hear. And literally the song was saying, just tell them what they want to hear. So you get to where you want. You get what you want. Um, Unfortunately, I feel a lot of women fall for that. And allow us to do so, but then again, it's not really their fault because we're telling you what you want to hear. And what are you supposed to do? Like you heard everything you wanted, I did everything you wanted. Why can't I sleep with you now? So is is that really their fault? No, I don't think so. Um, but tr- getting back to our main point here, so companionship, you have seen is at the top of the list. So what other communication and companionship is compassion more than anything. Um, you know, we want security emotionally, mentally, and physically, obviously. Those are... So you really want us to... Uh, emotionally, I'm going to assume that that goes into I'm not sleeping with someone else. So you are secure in the fact that I only want you. Emotionally, because not just that. Emotionally means to be able to handle that person's feelings when they are having a rough day or if they need to talk to somebody or if they are learning something new. It doesn't have to be a bad emotion. It could be happy. Like they want to celebrate. 
let's say a promotion, emotionally be there and celebrate with her. Okay. Okay. If she is emotionally sad about something, she wants to be able to open up to you and not feel like you're going to reject those feelings about something. Or if she has an issue with you or herself and she wants to talk about it, she wants to be able to know, I can openly discuss this without being dismissed or um, having it criticized the way she feels. So I have an opinion on what I believe a woman really does want, and I'll bring that up later, like in a nutshell, what she really wants. But I will save that for later on. So you said emotionally and what else? Mentally, physically secure. Mentally, how do we make you feel mentally secure? How do we make you feel... Communication. Communicating what? Everything and anything. That's the thing. Guys want to sit there and do nothing and you don't want to talk about anything. Oh, hold on. Right? Wait, 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 right? Wait, what do you mean we want to do nothing? You want to do nothing. <laughs> nah, see, see. I'm going off of what he said yesterday. No, no that's true. We that's, should want to do nothing. When I say do nothing, I mentioned this yesterday. Yeah. I said that I heard this, uh, I believe I heard it on a post that someone had on Instagram, but it made perfect sense. Mm-hmm. In a nutshell, men work hard. Yeah. For us to be able to do nothing. That's right. We want to, we love sitting back, being able to do nothing, not think about anything, Absolutely. just chill. Absolutely. Women are always thinking about something yeah. to do. So you come because in and you women, create something out of right. nothing, but we wanted nothing. So now we got to fix the something to get back to the nothing. And then you just keep on making something out of nothing. Right. Would you just leave the nothing where it is and leave us alone? Right. But Okay, so from somebody with responsibilities someone who is married and with kids yes we don't have time to do nothing and so we need support to be able to do all of the something that needs to be done so we're working hard we want to be able to relax and chill as well but guess what there's a bunch of stuff on our list because you guys want to do nothing so we have to bring up to something but you are also working towards nothing because you want to raise these kids to be successful so they can get good jobs, so they can get the hell out of the house. Well, when so you, you enter into this to- partnership, or when a person enters in the partnership, it's supposed to be a partnership, not one person doing that. Everything. No, that I agree with. And I'm not disagreeing in the fact of that <laughs> we should be working on this together. And that once you do have something like children, it is very, very, very difficult to get to nothing because there will always be something. But this is why, and this is just personally with me that's one reason why i'm not a fan of having children because i do enjoy spending my time doing what i want to do and if i can do nothing i'm on vacation this week it feels amazing Incredible. to sit down and oh, know I, I got everything done that i needed to before let's just say 3 p.m <laughs> and everything after 3 p.m is Nothing. If I want it to be, and that sounds wonderful. Wish we had the same luxury. But I I think that is a basic misunderstanding of each of our natures. I think that's a bunch of bullshit. No, it's not. No, it's not. I'm gonna tell you why. (laughs) Men are problem solvers. Sure. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you what I mean. Problematic. Women. <laughs> how many times has a woman said to you, Jay, when she's pouring out her heart about her job, her family, her friends, all these different things? She's telling you how problematic all these situations are, and your response to her is solution based. Okay, so go ahead. How many times does a woman say to you, "I don't want you to fix it"? 
We don't want you I, to fix it. We just want you to listen. We that, just but, want that support. But Connie, that so is our na- emotionally. But that is our nature. So we're that not. Exactly what we understand about that that is your nature. So when you're sitting there and you're going off and you getting it all out, at a certain point, a man understands when he's with you long enough that you're just venting and you need to get it out. So he shuts the fuck up and lets you finish. Because every time he's trying to give you solution-based answers, you bit his head off because you just want him to listen. You don't want him to fix it. That is complete. Completely against a man's nature. Now, to her point, I will say this. That is where we have to take a step back and we have to learn. And that is part of the communication, but not communicating at the same time. That is the learning the person. I learned that at a very young age. I was the one at a very young age who was just listening to what girls had to say. Mm-hmm. I wasn't giving them solutions. You know why? Because I was so young that I didn't have an answer for some of this. And what did all that listening do for you? What did it it get you? It worked out very well. It it worked out worked out extremely well. well. Yes, even though I didn't know what the heck I was doing at that age, I it worked out very well. I didn't feel like wrestling in the corner with the other guys or whatever. I'm sitting there listening to the women, and I learned so much about periods and crap. But they were wrestling. They were wrestling. So when you're like seventh grade, eighth grade. So the kids, everyone's into wrestling. <laughs> they watching WWF. Yeah, you, know, exactly. they, you know, you listening to the honey. And the ladies you know over here, I specifically <laughs> remember sitting there with some of my female friends, and they're talking, and they knew I was sitting there, but they didn't at the same time. Right. So they started right. talking about stuff, and then someone recognized. They were like, "Are you sure you want to hear this?" I was like, "Actually, yeah, it doesn't See, bother me, or whatever." Know. So then I listen. I was, I'm learning stuff. There wasn't really an answer to give to them. And then later on, they will talk to me about certain things. And there, there's some stuff I was just like, look, I can't really help right. you with this. I don't really know what to tell you. Right. But I learned that from a very, very young age. There are some men to this very day that are anywhere between the ages of 25 and 45, I'll say, that still don't get what you just said. Of no. The fact of you don't always have to have an answer. No, there's a don't. difference between. And she'll give you clues. As to when you need to give her some type of answer, but you don't even have to specifically say it. You can just throw a suggestion out there. You gotta act like her girlfriend in a masculine way. That was going to get to my <laughs> point that I was going to say in a nutshell what a woman wants, and I'll get to it at the very yeah. end before we hear more of what women want from Connie's perspective and right. from her view and whatnot. Right. But that is very, very important as to what I believe a woman truly, truly wants in you. Um, and it it goes into quite a few different things. There are a lot of things that we need to be right. and that will solve all of her problems that she really wants in a true companion in the future, That's I right. believe. That's right. My problem is, and please, we're going to get back to what you are saying that women truly want. My issue is this, and we talked about this actually, I believe, the last time when Mary was here. Mm-hmm. I just... I feel women are truly lowering their standards on a regular basis. And maybe that's our fault because we are not really giving them a lot to work with. And they're saying, goodness, I've tried to date this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy. And they all just suck. My goodness. Like, I have to. Maybe my standards are too high at this point. I can't find someone who actually will do A, B, and C. So I'm just going to maybe I need to take a step back. And if I go ahead and I accept, you know, uh, D, E, and F, 
eventually maybe he can get to A, B, and C. And they have a, what was that word? Hope. That he will get there one day. Well, they don't have a lot of choices. Yeah, because we suck sometimes. And the older that we both get, women have to deal with a bunch of guys that are single for a reason. Listen, man, men are, are, are archaic. We can be pig-headed. We can be stubborn. We can have very strong views on gender roles and how we think things should be. And we don't want to give on those. We, we tend to not be as fluid the more set in our ways that we are, which narrows the choices for women. So what's available are these men. When they get on Bumble or they get on whatever dating site it is and and they are meeting these guys, the norm becomes these types of men. So they believe that these are the only types of guys that are out here because these are the only types of guys that they're attracting. It's very hard for women to date because the men who are single, a lot of them have archaic and barbaric attitudes towards women. Yeah, no, that I can 100% agree with. There are some guys out there that I've heard some things that come out of their mouth. I'm like, dude. Now, see, Connie can sit here and tell y'all that, you know, I'm anti this and I'm anti this. And look, man, Jay, I'm sitting here and I'm, I'm, I'm bashing the men. Oh, don't worry. I have found out that quite a few of our female listeners cannot stand some of the things that I've been saying because they do think I'm like anti woman. Like, actually, if you truly knew me, I am so pro-woman, it's not even funny. I can be your absolute best friend if you really want me to. Because I understand where you're coming from in a lot of different situations. I really do want to help you in any way that I possibly can. Because women are willing to open up and talk to you about certain things. And I am willing to keep all of your secrets to myself. That's right. I'm not going to throw all your stuff out there. I'm just telling you things from a very straightforward point of view with no chaser on how some things are in life. And I can't throw that onto absolutely everyone. I'm just saying through some of my experiences that I've seen from people from the time even when I was in high school all the way up until this point right now, I'm seeing very, very consistent attitudes within a lot of things that I've seen that I've come across to where I can tell you straightforward, this is in the majority of cases how things are going to go and how people feel, how people, not all people, but especially from a man's point of view, what we're thinking and what we're feeling and how we're going to go about things. And to your point, ladies, I'm sorry. I know that you get out on these dating sites and you get 500 dudes to like you in a week and you go through and 498 of them, you're like, "Ah, absolutely not. Yeah, there's a reason for that. Some of us are, we're rough. We're a lot to take. You get these dudes out there who have no idea if you are on a dating site, you have to smile. They 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 lying about their situation. They got a wife and ten kids at home. You know, oh man. It's insane what they're doing. I mean, I I didn't believe a lot of this was really going on until I found them like, wow, this really legit exists. It's crazy. There are people really out here doing this. It's it's rough. But so Emotional security. Financial security, is that in there? That wasn't there. Okay. Uh, uh, I'll just give you the five, okay? Things that I know are important to me that I have found other women to find very important as well. 
and one of the first things is loyalty slash trustworthiness like we gotta be able to trust you you know what you were saying the guys are gonna tell you one thing and do another so that's a struggle right appreciation is another thing we want to be appreciated Um, intentionality make us feel special but we want your intention behind it we don't want you just to make us feel special because we said we want you to make us feel special Mm. we want genuinely for you guys to genuinely want to make us feel special because you want us Um, the safe being safe emotionally mentally physically and then someone to laugh with Someone to laugh. We want see, to be I'm, happy. See, we see, I'm want a funny to be motherfucker. Happy. You know what I'm saying? You think you're funny. Does not I'm mean funny everybody as fuck. Thinks, does not mean everybody kinda, thinks you're funny. Kind Just because you think you're funny does not mean kinda, everybody's gonna find kinda, that humor great. But what I'm kinda, I'm funny as fuck. You know it. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what we want. We want to still have a good time. We want to be able to laugh with somebody. We want to be appreciated. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And we want someone to intentionally make us feel wanted. Nah, I just... And I... I, Listen, I agree with you, man. And this is my personal opinion. And I don't think that's hard or complicated. Nah, it ain't. But I think men and women are both full of shit. I think we both are. I don't think... You can you can do percentages. You can do 60, 40, 70, 30, 80, 20. I don't don't really care. But I think we're both full of shit. Because neither one of us are saying what we really want and how we really feel because we are afraid that we're going to push the person away that we like. Absolutely. And that was going to be the last part of it. Like, I think that's where the communication is rough, where people are not actually saying, this is what I would like from you. This is how I receive love, but this is how I give love. Does that work for you? And instead of saying, no, it doesn't, and being friends and going on your way, you try to make something work that isn't there. But Why? Why do you think from a psychological perspective, we have such a fear of saying what we need? Like, we suffer in silence. That's what I'm saying. We suffer in silence a lot of times, hoping that the person does what we don't say. Well, going back to what you were saying earlier, men are providers, right? That's how you are grown. That's what you are here to do. You're to provide. Well, women are here to nurture. Right. So in order to nurture something, like, okay, there's a problem. I need to nurture him. So instead of going with what I want, I need to make sure his want is is fulfilled. So then that's where the lack of communication. You think you're being selfless when really you're creating a problem sometimes. Well, if you'll think you'll think I'm capping about this, but I think a lot of that has to deal with men it is as much as you say it's gonna it's a cop out and how macho we can be. I think men over time, maybe not in a relationship with you, but in previous relationships, have been damaged by expressing their transparency because they've been considered weak. It it's not just something that billions of men make up, right? When it's a common theme that men say, I'm afraid to tell her how I really feel. I'm afraid to be vulnerable and be weak around her because I'm afraid that either A, it's going to be thrown back in my face. B, she's going to lose respect for me if I tell her the reality of where I'm at. Or C, uh, a combination of both of those things. I think men are afraid to be transparent because they've heard, maybe not from you, 
I'm going to say this. And that's my issue with a lot of relationships. And I'll go into that. But I think men are afraid, even in new situations, to say how I feel because of the reaction that they had in past situations when they said how they feel. Because I think the problem is that people move from relationship to relationship unhealed. So they show up at your house, house proverbially or allegorically be in the relationship with a suitcase full of shit from the past relationship. And they say, oh, we're going to be together. They open the suitcase and they just throw shit all over the house. And then you end up navigating all these fucking landmines, <laughs> landmines mm-hmm. with people. And it's shit from what they've experienced two, three relationships ago. Like, I think about Erica Badu's song, Bag Lady. Mm-hmm. When she says, Bag Lady, you're going to hurt your back carrying all those bags like that. You can't hurry up because you got too much stuff. Yeah. When they see you coming, they just take off running. And I think men are the same way. I think a lot of relationships are problematic because we have very definitive views towards how we think the opposite sex is based upon our past experiences. And we don't give the new person an opportunity to prove us wrong. Well, for a man, I believe it's also going into what the women want. Also, according to what Connie just said, as far as the security. So if I'm to... Uh, provide for you I'm sorry not provide for you if I'm supposed to uh, well yes provide security for you for me to be emotional and for me to open up about certain things if I'm going to meet you and within the first two or three months I open up about things and you see me sitting here in tears about things and I keep pouring out my emotions Mm -hmm. typically women see that and the majority of us see that coming from women correct right you see that coming from a lot of men so it's seen i don't want to say as weakness but Mm -hmm. it's vulnerability right if a man is seen as being vulnerable that takes away from the idea of him being very secure his power dynamic so if someone breaks in the house when you talk about fight or flight you're going to believe I just saw this man crying for the last two nights. He's probably going to take flight. I'm not exactly secure that he's going to be yeah, able to I protect me. Him. Exactly. Yeah. So in times where I think you need us to step up. Because there was a study done, and it's on the uh, MD web. I hate that website. But it was actually very insightful. <laughs> you can't quote it. You can't quote it. Just because you can't I don't quote like it and say you help. You hate it. Why? It was there. According to this article, just because I don't like it doesn't mean that it didn't have valuable information. And you know right? what I appreciate about you? Because you can decipher through the bullshit to find truth. And most people can't do that this day. That's because, why we're in the state we're in. Right. I may not like something, but it doesn't mean that's not how it is. So you one of the things. You right with me. <laughs> You got that right, Connie. <laughs> I don't even, I'm not even going to call you by your full name on this podcast. Oh, don't do that. It's okay. I'll, I'll throw that mic at you for okay. real. Okay. And then we'll spill the drink, and then that's just bad, because I, I don't want to waste alcohol. I don't, okay. I don't need no bad juju. Um, one of the things that the psychologist, she did a little bit of her own assessment there, and it says don't hide your flaws. Women actually appreciate it when you 
do show some of that vulnerability. I agree. In I'm not disagreeing study. with that. But yeah. it's uh, also gradual. Money. So to his point mm-hmm. with his analogy Gradually, about the suitcase, yes. but that's don't open up your suitcase and throw everything but everywhere. But I think that goes for women, too. Take a few things out of your suitcase bit by bit. Yeah, and man, maybe take like your drawers out and some socks. But they I just got back from vacation. <laughs> I got a suitcase still upstairs and still has stuff packed in it. I still haven't taken everything. Right? Side note. <laughs> yeah. This was an interesting fact on that. Now, this doesn't have anything to do with that. This is a little bit of a side note. Did you know subconsciously if a man wears red, that shows um, powerfulness? Aggressive. Yes. Color Powerful, is Powerful, yeah. Rude. Attractive sexuality and it's more That's desirable right. subconsciously to a woman. Which yeah. is which is funny because my favorite color used to be blue until I got my job and everything I'm around is red. Now, all of a sudden, my favorite color is red. Favorite color's been red since I was a kid. Right? And they say that actually people in red cars get more speeding tickets because they're, yeah. they're more they're more noticeable. Now you can I, be going the same speed as somebody else, and, and you look like you're going fast. You will get the That's ticket. right. They actually tell you from a sports perspective, and I'm sorry for those who are like, "Why do you always bring things back to sports?" But this is actually true. Mm-hmm. When you're trying to get recruited in high school, they advise you not to wear black shoes. Because they say no matter how fast you're moving, the black shoes make you look like you're slower. Wait, 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 wait. It's crazy. No, not even red specifically. Right, you just need to wear something black. with color because let's bright say colors. you have a brighter color. Right. You see that moving now. That's why, like in hockey, they highlight the puck so you can see how fast the puck is moving. You can keep track of it. Yeah. If it's black, you don't know where the heck it's at. But yeah. if you're running on the court like a basketball court, yeah. without the video, no matter how fast you're moving, you might be flying past everyone, but for some reason, you just look slower. And especially if you already are a slow person, like, yeah, you should not look like you. Just, it makes you look a little bit quicker. Like but no, excuse me, colors play a huge, huge role in everything. Um, colors make you... You can go into the uh, the disc assessment that we were talking about. It's mm-hmm. all based on the colors there. Sure. Um, so, yes, red has always been seen as a color of power. They advise you to be careful with what colors you wear to an interview because certain colors can come off a certain way to the person that's interviewing you, mm-hmm. and you might not want to seem so bold and to them and so forth, but depending yeah, on the threatening. job, you might, exactly, you might want to. I, I, I wanted to say this, though, as far as women... And wanting men to be vulnerable and say how they feel and having that ability to communicate. I think a large part of the reason that men don't do it doesn't have a lot to do with women as much as it has to do with how men perceive weakness. Because I'm going to get, and this is what I mean. Women grow up with their girlfriends, and their girlfriends go through stuff. They go through breakups. They go through uh, life changes, death, trauma, tragedy, all these things. And they're free to express their emotions with their closest people. Men don't feel as free because when you're talking to your boy... You ain't just going to start crying on the phone with your boy. Because your boy going to be like, yo, man up. Like, quit all that crying. I'm going to tell you right now. As as in tune as Jay and I think we are. We try. I'm going to say that. I'm we not going to say we are. As in tune as Jay and I think we are. I'm going to tell you this right now, Connie. If somebody called to us that we know and they cry two or three days in a row. Me and Jay gonna be on the side like, yo, man. <laughs> man over here needs to 
I'm like, yo, man, what's up? What's up with bro, man? Like, he gonna, he gonna have to man up. I'm tired of him coming over here crying. So, men don't facilitate other men being able to share their emotions, even in a friendship setting. Whereas women allow their girlfriends and other women to be able to experience a full spectrum of emotions with them. Men are never allowed to share a full spectrum of emotions. That goes all the way back to our childhood, though. Yeah, it does. I think a lot of everything goes back to the childhood. It does, because, again, I'm sorry to take it back to a sports perspective. That's just, that's me. I grew up with that everywhere, but... Have you ever known... Oh, I'm going to get in trouble with this. Okay. Have you ever watched women's sports, let's just say from high school all the way up through professional? Women are so damn happy. Anything they do on a sports team, they are running and congratulating each other and jumping up and down and smiling with each other. And if they lose... Even a just a regular playoff game, men aren't happy about it. But in the first round, girls are crying their eyes out because they lost. The man is like, we got to get better next year, man. We got to get better. We got to do better. Men score a basket or something or they get an ace in volleyball, whatever it is. High five. Let's move on. The entire girl squad comes together. They're jumping around in a That's circle right. like super happy. That's like, right. yeah, girl, you're great. Like, I, like I sit there and I, yeah, you love it. I sit there and I watch like, well, because what it's are you doing? And that's and that's so true. Did you guys see? I'm gonna show you after we after we close. But did you see the uh, men, the boys, twelve U USA team? I saw some highlights yesterday. Did you see how masculine they were when they were showing the USA on our chest and they were pointing at people and they had this aggression. They had this aggression and they had this masculinity about themselves. And these kids are 12 years old, right? We're taught that from a very young age. The boy falls down, someone comes over and they say, get up, you're all right. Stop crying. The girl falls down, you go over, you give her a hug, you say, are you all right? Mm -hmm. You check on her, the other girls come and check on her. The dudes look at you like, bro, you better man up. You'll be all right. What you crying? You the greatest be thing I saw, though, actually yesterday, <laughs> it was in one of those youth, uh, it's like the Little League World Series or whatever that's going on yeah. right now. It was great to see, and I'm so happy I did I see this, it. but this pitcher hit this yeah. other kid in the head yeah. on accident. Yeah. He felt terrible about yeah, it because he bad. understands right. the seriousness of that. Right. And I love that the guy that got hit actually walked out to the mound and told me, hey, man, I'm all right. And he so wrapped I, his arms around me. He hugged did, him. absolutely. Hugged. Do you know I did stuff like that in basketball growing up and people used to look at me and be like, dude, what are you doing? There were guys that I was with yesterday, Jay, that were demonizing it. There absolutely. were guys that I was sitting there watching it with yesterday that had now you want to talk about toxic masculinity that's where the masculinity is toxic it's horrible. that is the precursor to why you women got to deal with the bullshit that you got to deal with in yeah, men in relationships this is why we don't share our emotions <laughs> and i'm not saying it's you all's fault this is definitely on us it's definitely on us on because other men condition you that and i don't want to use this word but you know the word that they use when a man, they feel like a man is being weak or he being a crybaby, yes, right? Yes, absolutely. And so men are conditioned through other men, through their fathers, through their friends, 
all these male figures in their lives, you don't show your emotion. That's weakness. So they're conditioned to be this way. And then they get in a relationship with a woman who says, won't you be vulnerable? Also, though, real quick, mm, mm, mm. the guy that is super emotional that does show that, because of that connotation right there, of that yeah. word you didn't want to say, but we all know what it is, yeah. you ever seen the women flocking to him? Absolutely. You have. Absolutely. I haven't. I've seen the opposite. The tough dude that shows up, the tough dude that doesn't show his emotions when you don't know yeah. him yet. That's the one the women are going to because of that safety, that security. He's going to take care of me. No woman looks at a man that's sitting there crying, thinking that if something goes down, he's going to protect me. Yeah. He can't protect you. He can be there for you emotionally. And if he is there for you emotionally, typically that means that he is leaning more towards that word that we're not trying to use right now. Right. And that's not what the woman wants. The woman wants someone that's tough. She wants someone that is a little bit more aggressive. Right. If we want to take it to the well, whole because, bedroom thing, right. it's because what does a woman really want that they won't say that they want? What book did every freaking woman read? Fifty Shades of Grey. I didn't where he that. treated her like Y'all know what he treated her like. And you all said, like, oh, my goodness. You all got hot and bothered and couldn't wait to get to the next book. You couldn't make it through a Dr. Seuss book, but you read through all well, five of like those books Zane, in two weeks. That's like Zane and the Sex Chronicles and all of, the, all of the erotica. It's always this super toxic masculine guy just whisk her away and he's aggressive and he takes her and all this shit. Thank the you. reason that I said I've seen men, women flock to those types of men was because... After the guys that they want okay. hurt yep. them, yep. Yep. that guy yep. is the rebound guy who says, oh, my God, my love, I can't believe. <laughs> Getting into what women want, can you answer this for me? Because this one's messing me up a little bit, but I think I know where it comes from and what it is. Physically, what does a woman want? When I say fit, not like it's the look that just came on her face. My goodness. Like, relax. I don't mean no. We're not getting into all of that. Good Lord. We already this show isn't that. about bedroom talk. No. I mean, we know what a woman... Women want Fifty Shades of Grey, do they not? Not to that extreme, maybe, but they want some version of it. I don't know. Every they want a little bit different. of dominance. And so, yes, every woman is different, but okay, we won't even get into that. My point is this. I have seen a lot of discussions recently about this... Uh, the guy who works out, the physically very attractive guy that has like the big chest muscles, the abs, the big arms, the nice back, the nice legs, all of those things, as opposed to the guy who has the quote-unquote dad bod. And the dad bod seems to be taking over recently, and I have my own inclinations as to why I believe that is. Do you agree with that? Do you think that that is something that is more attractive these days? Why is it that women are veering more away from the uh, the the ripped guy that does take care of his body and so forth, the pretty boy, as opposed to the more dad bod type gentleman? I think it also depends on who you're surrounding yourself by because I've seen both. I haven't seen one more than the other. Um... But if that is the case, then my theory is because the guy that has a dad bod isn't worried so much about himself physically. He may take care of himself, shower, brush his teeth, make sure he's hygienically you know, good for the day. 
but he's probably spending more time on important things to her that's important to her. So things that are uh, taking her out, spending time with the kids, spending time at the house. I don't know. But is that what you really want? And are you settling for that? He has a different... He was asking... So my question was, are women veering more to... I have seen recently the women seem to be veering more towards the dad bod as opposed to the athletic, in-shape, you know, nice chest, stomach, arms I have a couple girlfriends who are looking for the... Nice arms, nice chest. And she's like, where are these guys at? I'm like, girl, I don't know. I can agree with that, but perhaps now, not to put those girls on blast, please don't say their names or anything like that, but what they are currently dating or what they have been dating, has it been the complete opposite of that? Um, They weren't dad pod, but they weren't like... They didn't really work out. Right. Okay, so I have my theory on why they are towards that. So what I was saying is, in relation to that is... Are these women dating these men who look like that because they're safer choices? That was going to be my theory because I believe that women have tried to date or they know their friends who have dated the guys who are more physically attractive. We'll just use Ronaldo, the soccer player, as a example. From what I have been told, a large number of women find this man to be extremely attractive. He's a pretty boy. I've seen this dude with his shirt off. I'm not going to lie. If I can get my body like that, I would. Like That's impressive. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, Brad Pitt from that one movie. Uh, da, 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 Fight Club. No, not well, yeah, Fight Club as well. Fight Club. But also in Troy. Um, or The Rock. There's some women that love The Rock's physique, but there are other women who say that's too big. They too prefer big. more of a more cut-like... Uh, exactly. Yeah. So there's there's definitely variances in what women do and don't like. But nonetheless, a man who pays close attention to his body and so right. forth. Mm-hmm. I do believe that they have found that those men have a higher uh, ability to attract other women therefore there's a better chance that they could cheat on them right and so they want to go to more of the dad bod who has less of an opportunity because less women are looking at them and that they can go ahead and date them and to connie's point i think this is what you were kind of getting into perhaps they are more concerned about things like what's my credit score uh am i putting money away in savings do i have stocks I'm going to take care of you because, you know, I do, I think about you. I'm not going out and buying the Mustang right now, you know, that is burning 15 gallons of gas or uh, Mm -hmm. getting 15 miles to the gallon as opposed to the guy that went out and bought the fuel efficient (laughs) car and so forth. Now, I understand the safety as to what you were saying that women want that is within that. But at some point, does that get old? At some point, you just say Because that. I have a girlfriend who went totally opposite. So she was dating somebody with the dad, dad bod. She's actually married to him. And now her they divorce didn't work out. The guy that she's with right now has a bodybuilder body. Okay. And, and that, I mean, there's exceptions to every rule. I, I, I just think that um, mo- more people settle than not because they say, this ain't really what I'm attracted to. But I'm willing to deal with it. And I heard someone say this one time. I can't remember. It was we a, all do that. At some I think settling is depending upon where you are in life and how much you think you can or cannot get what you. Yeah, because you attract what you are. I, I don't. I don't care what anyone says. When you see a person with somebody and you feel a certain way about that person, 
the person that they're with is the same way. Or they are, they have some of those qualities, no matter how much they try to camouflage it, because that's the natural law of the universe. You attract what you are. Oh, well, then I'm. I have been saying that if for you, so <laughs> long. For so long, I've been saying I don't like that answer. But it's the truth. It, it's a natural law. It, so then all these ugly. I'm a, I must be very ugly. No. And old looking. No, 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 no. It's got no, everything. No, no, it's no, not. No. It has nothing to do worry, with the reality. I'll tell you what loves me, and you're gonna be like, oh, that doesn't fit you at all. I'll tell you exactly what type of woman is in love with me nine out of ten times. I, Go ahead. What I mean by you attract what you are is, you. Everybody has insecurities. Those insecurities may not be on Front Street. You might show up places and people look at you and there's people who look at you and they think you're perfect. But that doesn't change what you see in the mirror. That's the reality of what you think about yourself. And so you tend to vibrate and attract what you what you are. So these creepy asthma, if I'm creepy? Because no. I have guys that no, 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 are, are no, no, totally no, no, attracted no, no, to me no, 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 are coming up to me asking me no, some no, no. crazy No, 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 no. no. Those are the ones that are actually talking to you. There's a, there yeah. are men out there who are attracted to you that just aren't talking to you. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. There are people that are going to be attracted to you because you're you're good looking, because you're attractive. I'm, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the people that you end up entertaining the people that you end up in relationship with are people that vibrate on the same level as you do. It's a natural law of the universe. I agree with that. I've always said that I believe people are attracted to what they do. So we'll just use the gym, for example. I have found myself to be much, much, much more attracted to women that work out. Natural. No matter how they look physically. That's right. If I see you in the gym working on yourself, you may be at the very beginning stages of your workout journey. Whether you're trying to lose weight, whether you're trying to prepare for a bodybuilding competition, a bikini competition, whatever it might be. Right. You may be in the very beginning stages of that, and I have seen both sides of it. I have seen some women at the gym that are much larger, and I'll just throw that out there. Typically, I'm not attracted to much larger women. It's just not me, personally. I'm mm-hmm. sorry, but I'm not sorry. But mm-hmm. there are some girls that people be like, what are you talking about? You think she's sexy, and she's definitely bigger. Like, yeah, I get it. There's a line that I draw there. I'm That's not right. going to get into it. Right. Point is... There are women that I've seen that are much larger, but they are in the gym working out. And for whatever reason, they are extremely attractive to me because I enjoy going to the gym. So I figured out, like, just because I do this on a regular basis, this is what I really am attracted to. And the opposite end of it. There are some women there who are skin and bones, but they are trying to work to get weight onto their body. They're trying to look better and so forth, and they are extremely attractive to me. Um, But I believe that you are attracted to what you do. Now, that is not in all cases, because I believe there are people, for instance, you ever meet someone who, let's just say, has a doctorate's degree. Mm-hmm. Typically, they're going to talk to somebody else who is extremely smart, who has their doctorates right. in something that is right. specialized into something. Right. Um, I'm just going to throw this out there. In your profession, mm-hmm. I would take a strong guess. 
you probably are attracted to a lot of women who do the same profession that you are. Most of them date nurses. Or they married to nurses. Really? Yes. I li- see? I like that. Yes. That's interesting. I'll tell you something I'm very attracted to. I didn't realize I was so attracted to. I got a bike. I see a girl ride by on a bike. Mm-hmm. I almost lose my shit. I'm like, my goodness, oh, yeah. she is gorgeous. And I don't even know how she looks off of the bike. Just the fact that she's riding it. Yeah. One of the sexiest things I've ever seen in my life. And that's why I say men are more concerned and obsessed with partnership. Holy crap, I just realized something. I've always been attracted to cowgirls. I don't know why, <laughs> but I've always been attracted to like country cowgirls with the cowboy hat and the yeah. belt buckle and stuff. Because they, they're sexy. Well, not just that, but I love riding bikes. Riding right. a horse is just, okay. Yeah, it's the, wow. yeah, it's it just amazing. hit me. Wow. So I'm I, sure our listeners are like, you dumbass, you didn't realize that before. <laughs> <laughs> I'm well, sorry. In my profession, it's because they understand the nature of what we do. Hmm. They see the death, they see Absolutely. the loss, they see that the trauma. Sense. They work the weird schedules. That makes sense. They work shift work. Yeah. Uh, they have a total understanding of what it's like to have to work on Christmas and mm-hmm. Fourth of July and holidays, and you try to build a life out of this dysfunctional schedule. Sure. Right. Yeah. I, I think that's a, I think that's a big thing. I think we're so influenced by things outside of ourselves that those become the biggest sticking points in relationships. Because we have a, and I always say this, man, it's easy to be the hero of someone else's story. Like, mm, I like that. You know, people, people are so quick to tell you their opinion on how you're supposed to live your life and what you should want and who you should be with and how things are supposed to be. But if you take a closer look in your shoes. Yeah. If you take a closer look at their lives, they're dysfunctional as fuck. Yeah. So they're literally just trying they throwing shit at the wall to see what sticks. Mm Right, my dad says this, man. My dad says they live in a house that's all glass and no mirrors. Right, you got the ability to see everybody else, but you can't see yourself. There's an inability there. Didn't we have an episode called mm-hmm. "The Mirror Is Your Best Friend"? Yes. If you look at yourself and really understand you, for you, and be real with yourself, you will be able to understand other people so much more. Absolutely. Um, so. To kind of put a cap on this, my idea of what I believe from what I've seen in my personal experiences, and Connie, please tell us if we're wrong on this or if I'm wrong on this. And our female listeners out there, please hit us up on IG. Let me know what you think about this. I believe a woman wants a man that is very physically attractive to her, whatever that entails, but is her very best friend who let's just say is her female friend that is her best friend that she can talk to about anything she can confide in that is always there for her down for her no matter what happens but also can give her the sexual attention that she wants because when we're talking about a partner that is the dividing factor i can have a female best friend And she is my female best friend. She becomes my 
we get into a relationship once we cross that line or we can get into a relationship once we cross that line of the sexuality and so forth. So I believe that a woman truly wants her best friend, which is why a lot of men are worried when a woman says my best friend is a guy because we're like, oh, crap. So he's giving her everything she wants. The last thing he's got to give her is consistent orgasm. <laughs> well, they always say, man, a shoulder to crown is a dick to ride on. I didn't want to say that, <laughs> but since you threw it out there. Um, That's the first thing men think. Man, he's going to be vulnerable with her. Yep. He's going to be listening to what she got to say. I know she's going to fuck him. There it is right there. Gentlemen, if you're listening, and Connie, tell us if we're wrong. What he just said, damn, he's going to be vulnerable with her. Why aren't you vulnerable? Man, he's going to be listening to her. Why aren't you listening? Man, he's going to be there to like protect her and stuff. Why aren't you there to protect her? Do all the things for her that you fear someone else doing for her. And you should be okay. Am I wrong? You're not wrong. Congratulations. Gold star. That was like the most genuine, non-genuine thing I've ever like. <laughs> did it sound good? It had so much animus and sarcastic tone to tone it. Tone to but it. I think it she was like, it too. Are you like? I got a gold star, but I are feel you being like, condescending? No. Or are you actually saying no. you stupid motherfuckers? I'm glad you finally get it. I think she did. I think she was kind of like, well, girl, look, the last horse finally crossed the finish line. <laughs> We've been trying to tell you this for 30 fucking years. Okay, okay. He finally got it. Gentlemen, listen. Look, he figured it out. This is what you do. Gentlemen, there it is. In a nutshell, it took us an hour and eight minutes to get to that point. Did you just hear? We just told you. Do everything that you fear another man doing for her and you will make her as happy as you Uh, can be be her best friend but you but yes I think you were right on that being a best friend being the companion but you have to add to it because you if a woman does not feel wanted. A best friend isn't always going to make her feel wanted. The best and friend's fight. This fighting. is where the men get confused. We just had it figured out. See, man, we was perfect. We was perfectly ready. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is the shit we talking about. It's we not. was perfectly ready to go forward and to be better. And you had to confuse the fuck out of us. We had because that's what women on the do. Same page. She was about making this woman happy, and then you just said, "But also do this." No. You are you are the equivalent of per my last email. No, I'm just <laughs> And they wonder why we treat them like they're stupid. We, t- like we are. We are. Why don't why do women think that men are not dumb? Listen, women out there listening, men are stupid. Break we it down that. to us. We know that. I said this yesterday. Keep it as simple for us as possible. You know what we do? Again, I'll use the car analogy. We understand. My engine light is on. What does that mean? I need to go check the engine. I'm going to go just find turn out what's going up and just keep driving. Absolutely. They come later and they're like, uh, I keep hearing a clinking in like under the hood. I don't know what that is. When was the last time you changed your oil? Um, I don't know, like 2004. Oh, okay. 
Um, yeah, that's that's probably a problem. We know that's not, not you, Connie, because you. you can change a fucking engine. Okay, yes. we know Connie this. Can take the engine out and replace it with you a change much better her oil. She's put an F one engine know, in her van, restoring vehicles oh, and shit, amazing. as if she doesn't drive it like an F. Connie, Connie, Connie is a avid Formula One person, and she records the races when she cannot watch them. She's yeah. pretty fucking awesome when Matter it comes fact, to cars and racing and all that because stuff. Because we care about Connie so much and we know how wonderful she is, we are going to start a GoFundMe to actually get Connie. We're going to send her to Monaco? We're going to send her to an F1 race. I don't know about you Monaco. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. We ain't sending her to Monaco now. We're going to send her to Miami, maybe. Since out of Montgomery, Alabama. <laughs> That's NASCAR. I was gonna say, you go somewhere. It's a race. I like NASCAR. Do you know how much it is to go just to a regular four F one race? It's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. Why do you think I said we gonna start to go? Well, because no, no, he's yeah, our mama. It's I legit thought that, that we all like put money in together, like we could do this. And I looked, I'm like, we could, but we're gonna have to like stop eating for two or three months because this ain't gonna work. Year, it's insane. Yeah, because we don't want her staying in no roach too. No, that's not right. right. No, we wouldn't do you like that. We care about you too much. We care we about gotta, the ladies too. Yeah, at least put her in an <laughs> in an extended stay. Ladies out there, we. <laughs> We really hope that we were able to add some clarity out there for the gentlemen to understand how to treat you and to truly give you what you want. If we did, please let us know. If we did not, please let us know what we could have added in and where we did make some mistakes on some things that perhaps we said that were incorrect. We do appreciate everyone out there for listening. I know that everyone absolutely loves it when CJ, the encyclopedia, comes on to the show we are going to have him on much more often we might just have to turn this into a trifecta of a show and I'm it's with it, I'm with it. oh he is with it ladies and gentlemen so connie thank you so much for listening to our bs <laughs> um, i hope that um we we were able to make you proud in some way shape or form at the very end of this um, absolutely we now know how to make women happy i hate to tell you this we're probably still not going to do it. But at least we know. I mean, and I think that goes both ways. I think women are still going to drive men crazy, right? Even though we heard your po- your episode the other day. We're just going to put our seatbelt on and hope we don't crash. <laughs> yeah, about all we can do. You guys have a fabulous day. We appreciate you guys. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> We're about to go drink in case y'all can tell. <laughs> Clearly we need some alcohol with us. We have some other conversations there. Why are we still recording? Y'all have a good night. Because you didn't say bye. Oh, I'm sorry. Goodbye, everyone. Peace, peace.